Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DestralFrauds.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Join me today, we have Caveman. Goodbye. <laughs> Alex couldn't be joining us today. Um, according to him, he has family stuff. So yeah, it's just us. Suck it. It's just like the movies podcast. Hey, this week we might be changing that. Fingers crossed. Any hoozle. We're talking about video games and stuff. So yeah, a shocking thing happened recently. What? I bought a game within one week of its release. And it was? And that game was Far Cry 5. I'm going to be getting that after I beat one more game. I have set in place a rule because I had too many games that I haven't even like played <laughs> that I didn't pick up from a Steam sale. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not allowed to buy another game until I've beaten so many of these games. So I'm going through and beating some of the games that I haven't beaten yet. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I have a bunch of games that I just fucking never beat, like half my Steam library. I have been trundling along through The Witcher trying to beat that. Essentially playing it in one hour chunks because I, I just get into that game, I play for a bit, and I'm like, yeah, I think I've reached a good point and stop. Which is a terrible way to play that game. I should be playing it like I'm well, playing Far Cry 5, which is I sit down for like four hours, bang out a bunch of shit, stop playing for like an hour, then start playing again for another four hours. Nancy. 12-hour play sessions are bust. I'm too busy not doing other things. But yeah, so I got Far Cry 5. Yeah, it's fun. It's a really fun game. Story's not that great, though. That's a shame. Is it at least... A, have you beaten it yet? Uh, not yet. I am close. I've beaten two of the lieutenants, and I am getting toward... And I'm getting, like, actually into the boss fight for the third one. Yeah, I'm hoping that the ending is more... Positive... <laughs> than the ending to Far Cry 4. Because uh, oh, that seriously pissed me off. Like, I was actively pissed when I beat Far Cry 4, and it was like, well, uh, you're instilled child slavery and child soldiers. Oh, and it's a drug state now. Good for you. Yeah, Far Cry 4's ending was... Far Cry 4's ending was a bit of a swerve. It's like, the best ending? Uh, you should have just sat at the table in the beginning for that. Yeah, and actually Far Cry 5 has one of those. It's terrible. They're going to do it They're gonna do it every time until like people are like, this sucks. Because people praised that uh, intro trick for the longest time. Yeah, because it, it it, it's, it's funny and it actually makes sense. How's the crab rangoo? Yeah, just... Just, if you weren't a video game character, would you ever just fucking walk away? 
I wouldn't walk away, but I'd start analyzing my methods of escape and maybe secret a weapon to stab him in the back with. <laughs> uh, whenever I talk to people, I always think they'd make great Far Cry protagonists. Oh, I'd be a terrible Far Cry protagonist. I would be a. T- I have no weapons training. <laughs> neither does anybody else in that game. Well, neither, okay. In Far Cry Three, he doesn't have any weapons training. Yeah, and technically Far Cry yeah. Four neither. In Far Cry Five, you're a cop, so you kind of do. No, I, I would probably have died to the first tiger attack in Far Cry Four. In uh, Far Cry Four, Far Cry Three. I'd have probably died, like, trying to sneak into the first base, and, like, I pull out my knife, and it dinks off the guy's armor, and he's like, you fucking kidding me? Look, it's Jason Brody! (laughs) (laughs) Got him! Fucking Brody. Yeah, so, for those who don't know, Far Cry 5, set in rural Montana. Is about a cult. Doomsday prepper cult. You are cops sent in to arrest person. And hey, if you want the secret ending, wait five minutes when you go to arrest him. Then you just won't. And the game ends. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, he has, he has, like, he's, like, quoting the Bible to you or whatever, or Bible is, or Bible esque quotes or whatever. Holds his hands out to you to get arrested. And then if you just don't, then the sheriff just walks over, like, very gently, like, pushes his hand down, like, hey, you're not going to arrest you. And then you both just leave as the U.S. Marshal's like, hey, get back here. Fucking Christ. Roll credits. Probably spoilers, but uh, who gives a fuck? Uh, well, that's the ending that everybody's going to be putting up on YouTube for a week, so who cares? Yeah. Anyway, when you actually do arrest him, uh, your chopper gets blown out of the sky. Uh, all of your people, all the people that you went there with get kidnapped and taken and you are left in a burning wreckage as you run away into the woods, get some guns, get some allies and begin wrecking house. So you said you play as cops. Does that mean there's multiple characters to pick from or no, you play as cop. Okay. And then if you, and if you go into like co-op or anything, I think you also, I think the other guy also plays as a cop because you can customize your character. Okay, cool. Not really, because the only, it, the only thing you see from characters is your hands. Is it online co-op only? Pardon? Is it online co-op only? Yeah. Pretty sure, anyway. Because I don't... Yeah, That's th- one thing I loved about Far Cry 3, that there was a co-op mode that was offline. The only reason that I'm not still playing Far Cry 3 is that my, my Xbox decided that it really didn't like it and, like, tried to kill itself last time I loaded the disc in. <laughs> Like, literally, my Xbox tried to commit suicide on Far Cry 3. You've played this too much! Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so, as the deputy, or rook, as they will call you, because you're the rookie deputy, you have to go around, uh, all, you have to go around the three major areas of Hope, of Hope County, Montana, Dealing with each of the lieutenants of Eden's Gate before eventually going to deal with Joseph Seed, the leader of the cult. And each area is essentially different versions of mind control. So of the areas, so 
like I said, I am I'm in the final boss area of the third guy I'm fighting. Uh, Jacob, I believe it is. Let me just double check their name so I'm so I'm remembering this right. Ah, dead man cares about names. Yeah, yeah, I do. Anyone who's watched the recent movies and TV knows that I give no fucks about character names. So, the first one is John. He is the Baptist, and his whole thing is... He's a te- he's essentially a televangelist. He is the he's the most like charming and charismatic of them all, of all the people you fight. Uh, his his whole fucking area like on on the mountain because you're surrounded pretty much on all sides by mountains. You know, like you know Montana mountains. Mount, Mount, mm-hmm. Montana has mountains, right? I have no idea. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, so on one of those mountains, he has a huge Hollywood esque sign that just reads yes. Because that's his whole philosophy. The power of yes. If you just say yes, then good things happen to you. And one of the things he does is he carves your sins into your body, literally, and then cuts them out. So he writes down like one of the like seven deadly sins on you or whatever. Then gets just a fucking giant knife and fillets it off you, then pins it to the wall. Yeah, Montana has mountains. Okay. Good to know. You know I'm kind of desensitized when I'm more concerned with looking up a map of Montana than I am with gory, 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 grim, gory. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of just how he does it. He just, like, forces people to admit their sins and then, through, through like, horrible torture, they carve the sins out of their bodies and they're like, hey, you've come through, you're cleansed now, go out into the world, here's a fucking ratty white fucking sweatshirt, go shoot people. Then you get over to Faith Seed's area, where she uses drugs. So you say my entire area is essentially drugs. So you say mind control, like, the proper term would be brainwashing. Because it's not like they're actually using mind control superpowers. (laughs) Because my brain first thought, wait, how are you supposed to fight a supervillain? Guns. Fair point. Lots and lots of guns. Like the final fucking fight with Faith, she has wings. And she's, and she's firing energy balls at you. Okay. Far Cry has jumped the shark. Well, no, that's the thing. It's all drugs. Okay. It's okay. essentially a yeah, drug-induced hallucination. They, I, th- I think they do a hallucination thing in every game. So, yeah, no, that's fine. Well, like in in like Far Cry in Far Cry Three, it was character beats, like the specific moments where you would like get high on drugs and then go out and do something. In Far Cry Four, it was a mission subtype. In Far Cry Five, it is one third of the map. Yeah, but every single one of them, at least from Far Cry Three on, have had the drug trip segment. So yeah, but in the previous fun. ones, they felt like they meant a bit more. At least in Far Cry Three, I remember them meaning a bit more. In this one, though, it is, it, yeah, it's just there is this one area where you head down here. Is what's happening real? Is it not? Who knows until you shoot it. Like, oh, look, it's a cute little honey shoot badger. It. I need some of its skin for shoot money. It. I shoot, shoot it. Whoops, it's a bear. Oh, that sounds fun. And then every once in a while, Faith will just appear before you. Go, my children, with Faith. 
No, 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 seriously, go with her. She'll get you high as fuck. Yo, dude, you gotta get blazed. Yeah, no, no, blaze, the person. Get you high as fuck. Yeah, and each area does have their own. Each area also has, like, kind of specialized soldiers. Except for John's, I think. I don't remember, I don't remember anybody, like, fancy or anything being in John's area. But in Faith's area, there are people called angels who are essentially... People who are so fucking high on bliss, the drug that they use, that they're zombies. Cool. Like, even to the point where if you shoot them like five times in the chest, they'll go down, then get back up. Until you take them down again. And yeah, just, just you, you swing in any of the water, you get high. You run into an area that's particularly misty, you get high. You go into a field of flowers used to make the drugs, you get high. Just everything is, you are going to get fucking blazed in this area, and then try to fucking steal a car, but it will turn out it's some kind of piranha or whatever. Okay, that that sounds awesome. It's more annoying than awesome. Yeah, but... Like, like there are a couple missions where I'm, like, out there specifically hunting, like, hey, I need a fucking, I need fucking bear scrotums or whatever. Oh, look, a bear. Oh, no, it's a fucking wolverine. Oh, look, a bear. Oh, no, it's a tank. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to shoot this angel in the head. Whoops, that was a hostage. Well, I just lost some fucking respect or whatever. The marijuana fields. Yeah, and then going over in, going going up into uh, Jacob's area, the final area where I'm at, uh, he, has high, he has specifically trained wolf packs because he is a soldier, and he uses classical conditioning. His, like... So 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 whenever you play, okay. Within each area, you are building up resistance points. The more missions you do, the more side quest stuff you do, uh, the more collectibles and stuff you find. You build resistance points. When you reach specific blips on it, like specific tiers of resistance level, you are then you then you then essentially like fucking. Something happens and you are pushed into a story mission from a side mission. In Jacob's area, in John's area, I'm sorry, you are shot with like tranquilizer bullets. Then fall unconscious, then wake up in a fucking bunker while John is there waxing philosophical about the power of yes. With Faith's area, you just get really fucking high and end up in a field. Naked? Nope, you're clothed. Damn. In John's area, in Jacob's area, you get shot in the leg with an arrow. But yeah, his whole thing is classical conditioning. He is a he is the soldier of the thing. So he subjects you to like all this horrible imagery and gives you a specific trigger, the song Only You. And throughout all the side and once you reach those tears and the cutscene happens, you either have a little mission to do. With faith, Would you it's kindly? You, pardon? Would you kindly? Basically. With John, the mission is you have you don't have your weapons, get out of this area. They kind of suck. With Faiths, they're more visually interesting because you're in this fucking drug-induced field and everything's all real weird and shit and Faiths are kind of jumping around, being all cool and shit. But with Johns, Johns, you run, Jacobs, I mean, you run the same mission every time. But it works because there is a bit more to it than that because every mission gets a little bit longer and a little bit more detail is added. Like when it starts out, you just are in this, you're just in this fucking thing. He plays the song. And then you go and kill people. You shoot them, and they just fucking poof, 
disappear into dust. You then keep going, getting more guns, shooting more people, going through more areas. And there's the entire time the only you song is playing, and Jacob is just like, "Yes, good. This is this is what you are. You are a soldier. You are a fucking fighter. Go do this." And it just progresses more and more and more until you get to the final guy. You shoot him. Everything goes slow mo, and then you wake up in a different field. But as you're going, slightly more detail is added every time to the last guy you're going to shoot. It's obvious where it's going because it kind of it's because it's been kind of been set up from the jump, but it works. I think it works better than any of the other stuff they're doing. Because yeah, that's what classical conditioning is. It's just it's uh, as from what I understand anyway. It's just repetition with fucking specific triggers. Just you're gonna do this, this, then this while this is happening, and then we're just gonna do that and push and fucking beat it into your goddamn head over and over and over again until you just can't. So you can't yeah. resist this trigger. Yeah. It's like Pavlov's dogs. That That is like where the theories behind classical conditioning come from. Yeah. You just ring- ha- every time these things happen, these things happen. And then now the, now the thing that like you haven't even really associated with it happens. And suddenly you've killed 15 people and you're standing there holding a shotgun and a machete. Yeah, and that's what this is. That's what these missions are. You just you just run this course over and over and over again. But and by the time by the time you get to the last thing, it's just second nature. Which plays to the gamer habits. Yeah, it's which is something I love whenever a game actively plays to the way you look at things as a gamer. Oh, so good. Yeah, that's that's the best part of this game so far. Is those little missions. I mean, I don't mean like I mean like that's part of the game story wise, because story wise it is lacking. Because Far Cry since the Far Cry three redo, I guess the main thing with Far Cry has been like the open world stuff, but also charismatic villains like Voss and Pagan Men. Oh, well, Pagan Men was so good. Yeah, with yeah, like they they were really fun, memorable, charismatic villains. Pagan Men. With just kind of with his with you know him, his just Troy Baker swagger to everything he's doing, and Voss just being the most intimidating motherfucker. But with this, we have four villains, all of whom are supposed to be charismatic in their own way, none of whom really are. Like Joseph Seed, I just find him kind of boring because he is the most kind of bog standard cult leader you've ever seen just very soft but intense voice as he stares at you th- as he stares at you from behind like really stupid fucking sunglasses with a man bun up there holding a bible with prayer beads in her hand just going on about the fucking end of days and how people are dog shit and whatever and then with everybody else they are there's different levels of Joseph is the best and you will fall in line bitch Like, John is a bit more, John puts on the front of like, hey, I am, I am charismatic and I am fucking real nice. You will come to me and I will absolve you of your sins. Just say yes. But then you see him and he's like real fucking dirty and grungy and shit. Faith is, faith is just what you see. And so is, and so is Jacob actually. Faith and Jacob are very much what they appear to be. 
Faith is, oh, I believe in Joseph. Everything's fucking great, and I'm all lovey-dovey. Here, have some drugs. And then Jacob is, what's up, soldier? I'm going to whip you into shape. Now you're going to go murder your friends. Yep. But neither of them really... See, I really wanted to play this game, and now you're like turning me against the idea of playing it. <laughs> I still think you should play it because gameplay wise, it is really fucking good. Like it is like every, all the mechanics in it, all like the, the fucking, the, the world is, the world is different than what we've been playing before. It is still the same fucking huge expansive open world, but just it being in fucking small town, Montana adds a lot of flavor to it. Uh, everything that you, everything that you like about Far Cry gameplay is in this and also, it's still really fucking good. And something I didn't use in any of the other things, but like the guns for hire and like your specialists, they actually work really well in this and are and are something I am really glad they added to this gameplay out of this game because it actually does add a lot to it and they help out well, in a lot good of different ways because they were useless in Far Cry Four. Yeah, in Far Cry Three, in Far Cry Five, you get specialists. There are three per area for a total of nine. And each one of them has their own little thing. Like there's a like there's a sniper, there's a hunter who can like who can like move through the woods, not be noticed, and wildlife doesn't attack her. You got a dude who's just in a plane. Like it's like it's like a fully loaded attack plane or whatever, but he's just fucking flying around in the sky, dealing with enemy planes and doing fucking strafing runs. Cool. But I spent most of the game running around with a mountain lion and a bear. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, their names are Peaches and Cheeseburger, respectively. Mm, I want a cheeseburger. And before I had them, I rolled with Boomer, because Boomer was the best, because he marked enemies for you. <laughs> but no, every once in a while you every once in a while you I would just fucking go into go into an area like, oh, Boomer nor Peaches would be really good for this, and then I could just switch them out and call in fucking Grace and Nick, and then Grace just fucking pick up people off with a sniper rifle while, while Nick is doing strafing runs, and then I just win. And then Cheeseburger just shows up and is awesome. Yeah, and you can pet him, and he's adorable. You could pet every you could pet every like non enemy animal in this. Oh, that is great. Yeah, they're just dogs running around. You can just walk over, and just pet them. For those of you who don't know, the last animal petting sim that I played was Assassin's Creed Four. <laughs> Yeah, you can fucking pet Boomer. You like when whenever whenever your whenever your allies go down, you you can go head over and revive with with the human with human allies. It's just you fucking you know just just fucking like grab their arm and lift them up, fucking predator style. With the animals though, you pet them. Oh, who's a good bear? Who's a good bear? And yeah, then I, the bear I, is up. I cannot tell you how many times I've walked over to see Boomer's fucking charred body. Because he got set on fire Aww. by a fucking pyro- pyromaniac. That makes me sad. No, I just I just walk over. I just fucking just like, oh, who's your good puppy? And he just looks up, just like, <laughs> still covered in burns, but looking so fucking happy. And then he just gets up and walks away. Same thing with peaches. Just this fucking mountain lion with a collar, or the bear with the collar. Ah. And actually, a, a decent amount of uh, effort has been actually put in it has been put into make making the like the NPCs in this, just the dudes you get quests from and stuff. 
feel more like characters. Like even the people who that you aren't rolling around with. Cause, cause pretty, cause basically every side mission and every collectible, everything that, everything that would normally be unlocked in this map by going to a, going to like a, like a radio tower or something you get by talking to people. Oh, yeah, you climb, but it's, it's actually kind of funny. So first thing you're doing, one of the first missions you do is climb a radio tower. And then as you're climbing it, the guy says, well, don't worry. I'm not going to be having you climbing radio towers all fucking day. Oh, I liked that challenge. Well, there's a, well, there's a new challenge now. Which I'll get into in a bit. But Three hours later. But there are there are a couple there are a couple missions that do have you climbing radio towers. But but it's like climbing radio towers to destroy um to destroy like you know transmitters or something, or to like kill eagles. My favorite thing about the Far Cry series has to be the fact that you can get a bunch of weapons for free by climbing towers because. Like, it's just the stupidity behind that, like, thought process has always endeared me to the games. Like, I have literally said, nope, not buying that gun. I'm going to get it from climbing that thing. <laughs> just, like, the thought process behind, yeah, because you got some loser on our airways talking about how his uh, how he has two positions in sex, missionary, and I'm sorry, uh, we're going to give you a free gun. Hey man, you climbed up real good. Now we can listen to Three Dog again. Here's an AK-47. Oh no, Three Dog's worth it. Three Dog's <laughs> worth it. The guy on Radio Free Karat is not worth it. Hey, welcome to Radio Free Karat. I watched the movie once. I've got the same three anecdotes. That's well, it. I don't know why I'm Jamaican. Yeah, and this there's none of that. Like you get guns by buying them. Well, poopity poop poop poop. Or finding them in the environment, basically. The only things I ever spent money on was body armor and ammo. Well, unless you won't really have a lot of a choice. Yeah, because unless you want to spend real money. <laughs> no. Because yeah, as you're going through and getting more resistance levels, it's not. It's not giving you free guns. It's unlocking your ability to buy the guns. Oh, fuck that noise! Because it's put a lot more because it's put a lot more emphasis on hunting as a means of resource gathering. Not, I mean, hunting as a, hunting as a means of money gathering, not resource gathering. Because because they've kind of done away with the crafting system. Yeah, fuck that, and replaced it instead with a challenge system. So there are there are challenges in this, and you get perk points as you as you complete more challenges and get more perk points. You can then buy more, you can then buy more abilities and stuff. This would be like an extra gun holster, or more or more like carrying capacity for ammo and stuff, or just other abilities like being able to breathe better underwater, being able to run faster, having your specialist like revive quicker after they die for realsies. <sighs> And I'm kind of mixed about this. I, I've never really been that big a fan of these systems because it forces me to play the game in ways I don't want to play. Like I like I will go into like I will go into an area 
And my main, I'm like, my main thing is every weapon is silenced. Yeah. No. Yeah, I got close range, medium range, long range in a in a like a pistol or some kind of like silenced fucking SMG that I can hold one handed, a semi automatic a semi automatic um, assault rifle, and then a semi auto sniper rifle. All of them silenced, all of them scoped, all of them everything. I usually end up fucking that up, but I need to be quiet long enough to disable all the alarms before I send my Baron to kill everybody. Yeah, for me, like. The big, the big, like, I can actually tell you my exact weapon layout because it has not changed from Far Cry 3 to Far Cry 4. On my left hand slot is my silenced pistol. Upper slot, the most powerful sniper rifle I can have that is silenced. Bottom slot, a shotgun for when things go fucky. And right hand slot, a silenced semi automatic assault rifle. <coughs> That is, that is my workout, and I am so certain that they're going to be like, yeah, you got to kill 16 enemies with a shotgun. Well, 10. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a real fucking pisser about that. Because it just forces you to play the game in a way that you don't want to play. And I mean, I mean, I get, the, I kind of get the idea behind it. Like, hey, we spent all this time building these guns. Let's have, let's have people play with them as much as possible. Then we can fucking get, and you might find a new playstyle or whatever. It's all about player choice, but it's not. It's about busy work. No, it's not about player choice. It's about, hey, we want you to play this way for this segment. So, you know, these challenges are geared to be completed. I've completed basically all of them. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck, fuck that noise. Pretty much the only one I haven't played is minutes spent in co-op. Which, hey, if you get the game, maybe we could play in co-op. I'd have to also get a PS Plus account. Well, I mean, it is really relatively cheap. You get free games every month. <laughs> I don't have money. Neither do I. I would have I to justify to my wife. I would have to justify to my wife. Hey, babe, we need this PlayStation Plus account so I can play with one person. Yeah, exactly. And you will probably never use it. Hey, I thought that too. I I have not pl- I've not played a game on PS on PlayStation Online in like three years. I'm still paying for it every month. We've got enough bills right now. I'm not buying PS Plus. Maybe if they dropped the price. Because I mean, Nintendo's model seems to work pretty well. A Nintendo's model switching over to the PlayStation model in September. Yeah, no, but their price is very reasonable. I think That's it's ten I'm bucks. Yeah, for like a a, re- a very decent amount of time. Whereas Nintendo's, it's like I think sixty for a year. PS Plus is fifty for a year. Oh yeah, because that's a massive difference. Wait, I'm. So Nintendo is charging more for the same amount of time, and you're liking their model no, better. No, Nintendo is charging less for the same amount of time. I'm pretty sure. I'm fucking double-checking this. Unless they changed it since I looked on my Switch. Okay, yeah, four bucks for a month. I just double-checked, yeah, it's four bucks a month. 
and that is before taxes. Something else to consider the fact that they don't do any of the other stuff like online stuff does except for you can play. Hey, you want to talk to your hey, you want to talk to people online? Get download this app on your phone. Fucking piece of shit. Ah, but yeah, like I was saying, so with the with like the NPCs in the world. Oh, Far Cry Five. The thing I was talking about, I think they do. They do put some personality into them. Like every every person does. Like people do talk like NPCs, but there it is an effort to put some personality behind them. And one thing I discovered, kind of by accident, that I actually really enjoy is uh, if you uh, if you like go to like skip the dialogue of the person who's talking because like, hey, I'm fucking playing the thing. I don't need to. I don't need this whole fucking like thirty second monologue or whatever. I just want to know what I'm going to do. And came and he stepped away for a second, so I'll be getting back into this when we come back, everybody. Hey, back, everybody. Sorry about that. Never get married in Louisiana. <laughs> so anyway, before we left, uh, I was talking about the NPCs and how when, you, how when you skip their dialogue, they actually acknowledge it. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That that's that's good. Yeah, it's more specifically like the like the like big like the relatively big named NPCs. Like if you just go up to like some rando and you start fucking talking to him and then you skip, he'll just he'll he'll then just like summarize quickly what he wants you to do and then you can go do it. Meanwhile, with people who actually have like names and real personalities behind them, then if you skip, they'll go like, "All right, you fucking rush piece of shit." It's like too good to spend too good to talk to this fucking old lady. Okay, fucking whatever. Go kill these people, asshole. <laughs> Bring me back my fucking mountain lion. Yeah, and so I mentioned this at the I mentioned at the top of the show, but the thing they kind of replaced uh, radio towers with are prepper stashes. So with prepper stashes, they are just. Little caches of ammo and weapons and money and also perks that you that you can find uh, kind of throughout the world. World that are all just little puzzles trying to figure out how to get into that, how to get into this fucking bunker or whatever. Or like you'll run up to like this fucking huge building that is completely sealed off, but inside of the pepper stash, how do you get in? And then it's like, oh yeah, I gotta like go over there. Okay, I gotta like go over here and then find like this fucking sewer entrance, or oh, I gotta go climb this radio tower and then wingsuit into a hole in the roof of the building. The wingsuit is awesome. Yeah, the wingsuit's great. I've killed myself a lot with it. Honestly, I'm I've been debating getting um like an HTC Vive or um something like that just so that I could play one of the wingsuit games. <laughs> I thought you were gonna Those say. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like I could have I all would... the thrill of almost dying, and not. <laughs> For a second, I was really worried you were gonna say like I was thinking of getting a wingsuit. Fuck no! I'm probably about a hundred pounds too heavy for one of those. So. Yeah, just gliding throughout the Louisiana swamps. I climbed to the top of this gator tour sign, and then I'm fucking just scooting along the surface of the water. Yeah, and I'm offended. <laughs> Uh, 
be a Far Cry game set in Louisiana. Well, there's rumors that the next Fallout game is supposed to be set in New Orleans. Yeah, but that's Fallout. Yeah, I know. Fallout ain't Far Cry. No, it's not. Anyway, yeah. So Prepper Stashes, they're they're the big, they're the big new puzzle thing. Some of them are some of them are real simple, just like hey, go find this key. Other ones are like hey, climb through like this fucking huge ass area that will be set on fire and stung by a thousand hornets. This is this is this is actually a weird thing. As, so I had Boomer with me. I went into one of these stashes as I was being just fucking destroyed by bees. I was like outside, and Boomer's dead. Oh god! Yeah, I'm just being stung to shit, fucking holding down triangle, trying to smack out these fucking bees that just keep following me. Like outside, my dog's dead. I'm like, oh man. No indication. I didn't hear any gunshots or anything. I just looked outside, and the dog's dead. That sucks. Did I assume you messed with his face after that to make him all better? Uh, no, I was stuck in the building. I was stuck in the building for the time for the entire time that his timer was ticking down, so I couldn't get to him in time. So I had to wait five minutes to bring him back. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. Your puppy was genuinely dead for a while. Yeah. Uh, one thing that is kind of weird with this game, though, and this isn't anything to do with the game itself. It has to do with the talk around it. A lot of people are bummed out this game isn't more political. Because you might remember the controversy that came out that, that like kind of got kicked up when this game was initially being promoted. For those who don't, the game is about a bunch of white people being villains. They're also religious. I'm seeing no problems here. <laughs> Needless to say, some people got angry. And then when the game actually comes out, the people who didn't get angry are now a bit miffed that the game wasn't about the people who got angry. Which is just dumb. Yeah. Like, oh, this game wasn't this game wasn't about what I wanted it to be about, so fucking points off. Like, I know I know things are subjective, and going in with preconceptions will paint your fucking opinion of a thing. I know that, that has a, that has been a discussion that I've had with people about movies and stuff, and like, yeah, I thought the movie was this, but it turned out it was this, so I didn't like it that much. Like that is a that is a conversation that I've had with people and that I that's opinion that I have like wholly been fine accepting. But it's weird with this one, because this is, I, I don't know, man. I don't think I'm, I don't think I have like the right level of fucking thought to properly articulate why I'm not okay with this one or well, not, not necessarily not okay. Just why it's kind of annoying. The problem with this one is it's not people who expected a game to be. People wanted to be able to point at this and say, Ha ha, look, these assholes I don't like are being portrayed negatively. But instead they got a different story, a different kind of game. And you, like, you're, the problem is these people aren't upset that they didn't get, like, an element from the game that they really wanted. 
It's that they wanted to be able to be assholes about something from the game. Maybe. It's the closest I can... That's the best way I can articulate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the other big thing with Far Cry 5 is the uh, arcade mode, which I haven't gotten into yet. Because I am always weary of user-created stuff. Oh, yes. That's basically what that is. It's just... I have not had a single bad experience with user-created stuff. The closest I got was, like, being mildly unhappy with some of the stuff that I got for free because someone gave me, like, X amount of points in Fallout 4 to buy stuff. I played a lot of Trials. Like, Trials the... Um, Fair point. Motocross game. Fair and point. The stuff in that, it was either really interesting and like really well done or it was just some shit ass level and so having that- I think I think Mario Maker could be brought up as a perfect example of why people are wary of um user generated content because in Mario Maker there's three types of levels the fucking impressive piece of work that you were amazed that you got to play. The pile of shit that you wish you didn't waste your time playing. And the asshole who made a level that could never be beaten. Well, then there's also the recreations of levels from previous Mario games. Yeah, okay, and that. And the levels made specifically to fuck over one person, like a uh, like giant bomb. They have a series of videos where called, like giant bomb, like giant bomb makes Mario levels, where where it's just like where it's just like Dan Riker and Jeff Gerson sitting in a fucking room with Mario Maker while the while the while the audience watching them live suggests things put in the level, and they make some actually really hard, interesting levels that then that people have to go out and play. Cool. And more often than not, in coins, just spells out police state. Just cause. Just cause. Yeah. Far Cry 5. It is fun. It is a fun game with a good amount of stuff to do, with a with a decent open world, with some like real heart behind it, with a story that just kind of doesn't match up. That is a shame. Yeah. Uh, that game I played was Golf Story. <gasps> I've been playing Golf Story 2. Yep, I got it. I beat the main story. I got most of the side quests done. Only ones I don't have are the like stupid hard ones of like, hey, yeah, beat this fucking beat this fucking putting course in like 10 fucking strokes. By the way, everything is on fire. Or like, hey, the wind's moving fucking 35 miles an hour. Chip 90 yards into this fucking hole. If you miss it, you're dead. Yeah, I've been mostly doing the multiplayer with Birdie. Which, it's a very solid multiplayer for a golf game. Well, no, that, that's... Which shocked no, me. The, the, the thing is the multiplayer. The thing is the, the fact that... The thing is that it is actually a really solid golf game. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's kind of shocking because I looked at it and I was like, Oh, this is a joke. But no, it is... No, it's... Like, it, it, the, the story is a joke and like all the stuff in it that happens is a joke. But the actual golf itself is... The most mechanically sound part of that game. Like, 
like the RPG aspect of it and like the and that, that whole that whole side of things like story and everything I don't like that very much. I find the story to be a single joke that is not very yeah. funny to begin with. I've got to agree with that. Told for 15 hours. Meanwhile, and then like the like the uh like the leveling mechanics and stuff that never feels like it actually impacts your game. Probably, probably because like the the actual the the stats. So so when you level up, the stats you're commanding are your power, your accurate, your accuracy, your like spin control and whatever, all that shit. It increases and changes at such a minute level that unless you're going fucking like super hard in one direction, then you're not really doing anything to actually change up what you're doing. So it never so it never feels any different. Yeah, what I would always do would be to spend two levels maxing out my power and then spend two levels trying to get the other ones back down close to zero. What I would do... Just because... It's like you, you want to get your power up so you can get those line drives, but after that, you don't really care. Yeah, what I did was at a certain level... I managed to get my uh, accuracy and everything else at, at like essentially pure and zero percent and like fucking just dead center. And then what I would do was I would get like you get five points per level. I would add two to power, then add one to everything else to put it back at zero. So the only thing that changed was my drive distance, which changed by like fucking two point five yards. Which any golfer will will tell you that me that can make all the difference. Oh, yeah. But fucking Christ! Yeah. The thing I don't like about it is how much variance you have on. Uh, I, I missed the uh, other little uh, grayish outline by point one of a nanometer. Well, that's going nowhere near the fucking hole. Yeah, well, yeah, because the wind picked it up. And plus, you just no. Fuck- I will compensate for the wind. Yeah, I know. But but then you fuck it up. It's like, oh well, you fucking well, you accidentally sliced into the wind, so now your fucking ball's going ninety yards off the fucking pin. Oh, you bounced Even off a in, pumpkin uh, going into 1. the ocean. Point four yard variance winds. Yeah, and the environmental hazards are also. I a bit play of a, bitch. a lot of golf games. Like, I, I'm that guy who's probably in his 50s going to be sitting there watching golf on Sundays. Like, chip it in, you asshole! Yeah, I didn't put enough power behind it. And then once that's done, you're going to play Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour 2095. I'll show you how to do it. And First, I'm going to select Tiger Woods. Time to get up and do this in VR because that's the only way to play games anymore. Yep, I threw my hip. And damn it, how do you get in here? It happened again. Waifu. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to be a 90 year old weeb. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, like the environment hazards are also a bit of a bitch, like uh, specifically, specifically um, Oak Manor. Because, because there are a there are a chunk of different parks, uh, there's different courses you can run. All of them, all of them have like a different aesthetic to them. Some of them different, like all of them different hazards and different, like you know, clubs you're expected to use. I never did. 
I got the digging wedge. There's like, well, I'm good. So with that, so with that course, there are pumpkins, like jack o' lanterns everywhere, and they essentially work like springboards. Oh, yay! Like there, there's that's a, fun. Yeah, there's been a couple of times where I've like hit a ball and it has like pretty much been at the end of its course. Hit a pumpkin and then darted off and fell into the fucking water. Mm. Uh, my favorite was one of my favorite challenges that I've got. I haven't gotten past the caveman area. Okay, so you're still in Lurker Valley. Yeah. I'm about to go back and complete that quest where you've got to go and uh, play the tour. Um, but it's like, hey, why don't you bounce a ball off of the top of these motherfuckers and have absolutely no idea or control as to where it'll go? Yeah. <laughs> Well, with, with with like the bouncing off turtle, with bouncing off turtles in the water, that one's a bit easier because they usually just follow the trajectory you're going. It's just a matter of how much distance it, they'll be added to it. That's my problem. Like I was trying to get a double bounce because it was the only way I could see to get across the distance. Yet my bounces either kept falling really short or re- really long. That's why I aim for bunkers. Or, or I just end up like, like, all right, so I started over here. The hole's that way. I'm going to just go like 90 degrees to the left. And then me, yeah, I had a lot of couple strokes, but I fucking think, but those are usually like par fives, par sixes, so I'm able to get par. Hell, there, th- there's one time I got a fucking mega albatross. Ooh, I uh, got a hole in one. <laughs> yeah, and actually, when you, get to Oak, the- when, when you get to Oak Manor, when you first run the course, every hole has to be a hole in one. Oh, fuck that noise. But no, the holes are like three times as big. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, the ghost designed the course t- for them all to be par ones. Cool. And then- I actually had to explain to Birdie that um, pars are set by professionals playing the course. Yeah. Like, he was like, do they just decide it based on the length? And I was like, no, no, it's, it's, it, there's a reasoning. Yeah, they got a couple pros around it go like, yeah, the average is around this. And he was like, so everyone has to be a pro to get the par? No, but you have to be good. Yeah, you have to be pro to set the par. <sighs> yeah, I... This game made me want to buy everybody's golf. Oh, man, I want to play that. So do I. Because like, I didn't think about that. I kind of really like golf games. Like, I'm not going to get into the fucking minutia and, like, actually go out and play for real golf because I tried that once and every ball sliced. Last time I played real golf, I threw my back out. So, <laughs> yeah, not doing that shit again. Yeah, I still, like, enjoy the game. Like, I, I got, like, sincerely... I actually, Yay! Like, had, like, Dead Man's going to be that old man sitting next to me watching golf! <laughs> Well, quote-unquote sitting next to you, it's going to be the VR thing where we're in the virtual couch. Yeah. God damn it, Dad. I told you, you're going to slice it if you swing that way. <laughs> oh, God damn it. With the wind there, it'll compensate and it'll go straight. Look, no. You didn't put enough loft on your ball and you sliced it. Like I said, you're in the water. Go fetch a turtle. Eh, hey, fuck you. This course is bullshit. Look at the fucking fairway. 
Yeah, I told you we shouldn't have downloaded it, but no, you were like, this guy has enough likes on the thingy, and, uh... I'm actually offended that you think I'd choose things like that. <laughs> no, see, that's my memory playing up, and you'd be <laughs> like, no, you fucker, you're the one who decided to download it. This is your account. Hey, oh. you piece of shit. I said we should go with the fucking master's tour, but no, you wanted this fucking thing because it had dinosaurs in it. Yeah, and I shot it in the T-Rex's mouth and it pooped it out and I got a hole in one. You should have just aimed where I did. Damn it. This is what happens. Fucking user created bullshit. Everybody's making mini golf courses. <laughs> uh, so you guys can look forward to that in 40 years. Us yep. Let's playing a golf game together. You ever hear the game Golf with Friends? Yes, I have. It is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's a weird level of fucking caring about a golf game yeah that's what I got so it's my turn yes uh, okay well let's start off where we start off the very first thing that I need to do is I need to express gratitude. A friend of mine who goes by the handle Okami Rocks got me past the Yiga Clan hideout. And she can confirm my cartridge is glitched. <laughs> okay. The Yiga were seeing her through solid walls. And I, I want to say that she beat the Yiga Clan hideout on her first try. So, yeah, it wasn't me being shit at video games. I am shit at video games, but that wasn't my fault this time. This time. This time. Okay? So, yeah, fuck that noise. <laughs> but I was fine. I finally, I, thanks to her, I'm finally past that segment, so I'm actually able to enjoy the game again. Um, I had some extra cash left over after I bought Golf Story, so I just went ahead and got the uh, DLC pass, because I'm a DLC whore. Um, and yeah, no, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying Breath of the Wild. The, uh, Camel Dungeon was really interesting. I didn't have anywhere near as much trouble with either it or Thunderblight Ganon as people have, like, brought up. Like, I was expecting Thunderblight Ganon to be a lot harder, but I, like, once I realized, okay, I actually have to just attack him. He wasn't hard, he was And then annoying. I only had to, I, yeah, he is annoying. But, like, I just pulled out my uh, Guardian Plus Plus sword and my Guardian Plus Plus shield, and I owned his ass. Oh, well, la-dee-da so. with your fucking double pluses. I mean, all yeah. I had was a stick. You, well, that's your problem. You should have gone and done the major trials of strength. I did all Isn't of them, but then all my fucking swords got destroyed before I could get there, so all I had left was sticks and fucking boomerangs. Again. Do them again. Do them over and over again. Why would I do that? They're annoying. So you can get the weapons! I just re-ran them today to refill my stock. I have... I never did that. Yeah, no, I actually, um... I woke up this morning to see texts from her, like, Urgh, can't get any uh, ancient co ancient cores. Do you know where... I, do you have any idea where I might be able to get them? Because none of the super high-level sentinels... Uh, according to the things I've been looking up online, you can just rerun the major trials, and they'll drop them every time. And she's like... Ah, bullshit. 
It's such bullshit. Yeah, because like, yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. But honestly, I didn't have any trouble with um, any of the major trials when I went back and redid them. Yeah, like they weren't they weren't like super hard. They were just a, like I said, like 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 a lot of other things in the game, just kind of annoying. And that, and thanks to the major trials cores, I was able to get the ancient spear, which is my favorite weapon type in the games. Like, <laughs> just keep them at a distance and thrust, thrust, thrust till they're dead. Oh, my favorite was the boomerangs. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I fucking love the boomerangs, like because. Especially love them in like a grassy field because they can chuck them out, and even if you don't catch them, then you can still find them because you just follow the fucking swath they cut in the grass. Yeah, yeah. I actually cheesed the um, the uh, major test of strengths because I, I got a frost spear. I am totally going to be like dropping that, taking a picture of it so I can hunt more down. But I just like they freeze every two hits, and since the spear thrusts so quickly. They're constantly frozen and coming out of freezing and then frozen, and then you have to let it recharge, so you just run the fuck away. It's great. I love the spears and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> um, I have not yet gotten the motorcycle. There's a motorcycle? In the DLC, there is a motorcycle, and I looked oh, at that okay. and I was like, no, this is making me never buy the DLC. And then I had an extra 20 bucks for my, uh, on my, like, I, I, don't, I refuse to put my card into any of these. I refuse. Because that's how you lose your stuff. That's how you get somebody hacking your account and downloading thousands of dollars worth of material to their PS4 or whatever. I'm never going to use my card. But I go out and I'll buy the gift cards. And the only one they had was the $50 one. And I was very unhappy because I didn't want to spend $50. But I was like, I really want Golf Story. So I got it. And I used the rest on uh, DLC. But yeah, okay. I... I haven't gotten into the DLC for Zelda Breath of the Wild because apparently most of the good stuff is post-game content. Which, grr, I wanted super weapons. <laughs> but Breath of the Wild is also the kind of game that I can just see myself just running around in a field killing Bacoblins for a couple of days. So it should be fine. Yeah. I still have yet to load my Switch up on my TV. <laughs> like every time I play it it's just like so I'm gonna pick it up right yeah I'll put Mythbusters on in the background while I play Breath of the Wild wow the only the only time the Switch has ever been projected to my TV is when my friend Okami comes over plugs her Switch in and we play Mario Kart <laughs> that's the huh. only time the Switch has ever been on my TV yeah that's weird I yeah that's really weird I yeah I'm the exact opposite I think it comes from the fact that I have a two monitor setup. So I can have Breath of the Wild on one TV and then whatever I'm doing on the other computer on the other. There, yeah, that 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 do you? Yep. I bought this TV from my roommate for thirty dollars. Nice. And it has a thing, but, and it has a thing that lets me hook it up directly to my mixing board, so I have all my all my fucking sound going through a single source. Nice. That's that's awesome. Yep. And now I need a but, bigger um, one. But, um, yeah, uh, so I just got to the Goron Village as well. Honestly, with Breath of the Wild, it's mostly a progress update. But I just got to the Goron Village and blew all my money on the Goron armor so that I would never have to deal with the heat potions again. Yeah. Just because those, yeah. those fire immunity potions don't last long enough for me not to want the armor. Well, yeah, of course, that's the point. Like, 
the, the potions are meant to like tide you over until you get the armor. But what I'm probably going to end up doing is just like going around and hunting things until the uh, next blood moon and then rerunning the major tests of strength just because I need money. I need money in this game right now because I am hemorrhaging funds. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get the ancient gear and I I'm, I don't have any good places to farm money. So it's just like, well, I haven't learned this game well enough to make this easy, so time to make it hard. But yeah, I still haven't gotten a horse. Yeah, me either. I never, I never got one. Like throughout the entire game, I only ever had a horse once, and that was when I was forced to for the final level. I stole a horse off of a cobbler, and that's the only time I rode a horse. <laughs> I like, I, I think like when we first, like, when, like when I first started out, I tried to like sneak up on a horse and like ride him, but then a bunch of cobblers fucking triggered, and so I couldn't. So they all ran away. I was like, ah, fuck this. Hashtag cobbler triggered. <laughs> Hashtag Hyrule Field Problems <laughs> The next game that I want to talk about I actually have a lot more to say about it It is from the PS2 era It is The Bard's Tale Okay I have um, heard about this game a lot It It is one of my favorite games and it is one of the few games to have that distinction that isn't part of a franchise. I tend to like games where I can see a steady progression from story arc to story arc. Where I can go like one game one, game two, game three, game four, and I can see how the story is progressing. I especially love them if they let me carry over my save data. A game automatically gets an extra five points on my scale if it lets me do something with my save data other than have it once I've beaten the game. New game pluses are amongst my favorite things. Okay. But up the Bard's Tale, it's just the right level of silly and snark that I... I go back to it every so often, and I love it. I just, I love it. And it has some of the best, like, it, I only advocate cheating in games for one of two reasons. The game is broken, or you've already beaten it. I actually used to have, um, for the original DS, one of the action replay things, and I'd have people come up to me and ask me, hey, can you put cheats in for this game? And I'd say, have you beaten it yet? Okay. And then they'd walk away sulking because they knew I wouldn't do it unless they beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> but it has like it has cheats that give you a hundred times damage, so literally every enemy falls in one hit. But it will fuck you on that, because there's a fight that you want to lose later. So if you have that plus the invincibility cheat on, you are screwed because then you have to win the fight. <laughs> You can turn the cheats off, I believe. I've never done it. <laughs> but if you don't think about that, you've just won the fight and are forced into the marriage with this hideous woman. But my absolute favorite thing about The Bard's Tale is how you unlock the bonus content. 
because it's pay to win. Ugh. You have to use the in-game currency and donate it to the priests to get the bonus content. You literally have to pay in-game money to win these prizes. And these prizes are the goofy, silly songs that they sing and artwork. <laughs> so, like, you could go into it like, all right, I'm going to... The best part is you have to give the maximum donation, which basically means if you want to get all of the bonus content in one playthrough, you have to grind for weeks. It is so stupid. And there is no, hey, if you go to this area too soon, you're going to die warning. I tried to run a dungeon, died the second I stepped forward. <laughs> I, I I was like, oh, save point. Well, they usually put those before important things, so I'll save. Walk forward, save. Walk forward another five feet, die. Load up. Well, maybe if I go this way, die. Well, maybe if I go this way, die. Well, maybe if I do... Th nope, dead. Well, maybe if I leave. <laughs> I, just, I just like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. So I left, and I came back later and could beat the dungeon, because I just wasn't high enough level yet. Like, there was literally a spike trap at the very beginning that kept killing me instantly. And there was no way around it. But, uh, so, uh, I'm going to spoil it, because fuck you, this game is ancient. Yeah. 13 uh, years you old. Are, you... You play the bard, uh, whose power is bardiness. He, you can literally summon allies to, well, fight for you. Um, I, I my playthrough, I actually played super squishy, but really good at summoning. So I'd summon things, and then I'd run behind things, and eventually it got to the point where I just started. I had to buff my health because I was dying in one hit. I could not heal fast enough to survive any fights, <laughs> but my summons were slaughtering everything. And that that's like that's how you can play that game. You don't actually have to fight anything. You can just summon a rat and it'll kill everything for you. You also get a pet dog uh who fights for you and it's super cute and bad things happen to it. <laughs> But you get you get roped into a quest where you have to save a princess of some sort. And the entire time, the bard is like, I'm not the hero. I don't want to be the hero. Don't give me your fucking spirit quest. I'm not your champion. Yet every step of the way, he's, he's fulfilling the prophecy... And these fucking elf guys come up and start singing the It's Bad Luck to Be You song. Which is them singing about the latest chosen one who got fucked over. <laughs> and then my absolute favorite moment in the game. Well, second favorite, because the very end is my favorite. You come across a prison where a guardsman has been locking up chosen ones. Because they're dangerous to themselves and the people. <laughs> He's been arresting people who say they're the chosen ones so they don't get killed. It's so great. It is so great. Yeah, it kind of sounds like it. 
Yeah, and the best part is like the gr- another great thing about this game is the conversation system. You have no clue what the bard is going to say at any given moment, but every so often you get the option to choose polite or sarcastic. And different people like different things. So you could be polite to one person, and you could be sarcastic to another. And the very first character that you can do this to is the perfect example. It's a busty tavern wench who, like, the bard has been implying that he wants to uh, get a hold of her chest and uh, rifle through her valuables uh, the whole time. And if you're polite to her, she shuts you down. (laughs) (laughs) She likes snarky assholes. So if you're polite to her, she's like, oh, well, I guess I'll give you a room. You get the shittiest room in the inn and barely getting enough food to eat. (laughs) If you're an asshole, like, you know what? You knew exactly what you were doing. Go fuck yourself. Now give me some food and give me a bed. She'll be like, oh, you can have the room right next to mine. <laughs> Thank you, it's feisty. Heavily imp- it's, hev- it's heavily implied you got laid. Nice. And, like, like, if you haven't played the, bar- the Bard's Tale and you have a way to play it, I recommend it. The game is available on I- Steam for $10. It is highly worth it. It is highly, highly worth it. It is it's also available on PS4 longest- and PS Vita. It is not the longest game by any stretch of the imagination, but it is so much fun. It is so much fun. Well worth your time. And coming out later this year, The Bard's Tale 4. I have not played any of the other Bard's Tales, so I can't speak to their quality. Yeah, The the Bard's Bard's Tale Tale... that is out for Steam and uh, PS4, I believe, it is a the remastered and re-snarkled version. (laughs) That is the first three Bard's Tale games. Okay, I might have to buy that. And then coming out later this year, Bard's Tale 4. I might have to buy that. But The Bard's Tale, highly recommend. Glowing recommendation from me. Easy 9 out of 10. And the only reason it's a 9 out of 10 is because some of the fights that you can get into very early on are just fuck you fights. Like, it's literally like there is no balancing, really. So you can go from a fight where you pace everyone without effort instantly into a fight where three seconds after you've stepped onto the field, you're dead. Oh, it's like the early it's like the early, early combat encounters I put you guys through. Yes. So yeah, no, actually, it's uh, the Bard's Tale is like playing one of Dead Man's D and D games. Yeah. But my favorite moment is the very end of the game. If you don't want to hear it, cut off now. I thought you're. I thought you're gonna say like. I you're silly. Like it's like playing one of the best D and D games, but it's fun. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. Your games are fun. Yeah. I, um, I'm building a new kingdom. But um, so you get to the very end, and you have two choices. Because it turns out that the princess that you are supposed to be rescuing is actually a super super evil demon bitch who wants to end the world. Well, rule the world. Shocking. So your choices are kill her and get the lame ending or join her and wind up ruling by her side as you're carried off by this massive demon wench who's actually somewhat attractive. Oh, thank God. If she was if she was fugly, then why would you do any of this? 
Exactly. No, no, no. That's the bard's entire motivation. No, no, I guess. His it. entire motivation is getting laid. Yeah, he's a bard. <laughs> like, it's, it's so... Oh, I love this game. I love this game. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Highly recommend it. It's on Steam. Pick it up. Go for it. But moving on. The only other game that I've been playing recently, and it's because I'm, I'm, I enforced a rule where I had to start beating my games, was Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm sad that I beat that game. <laughs> because I want to play it again. The only other game that I can say that about recently was Persona 5. Where I immediately loaded up my new game plus and started playing the game from the beginning. And then I beat it again, and I got to the end, and I said, you know what, I want to play again. I shouldn't, but I'm, I want to. Okay. Horizon Zero Dawn gets another glowing recommendation from me. And the only reason that I don't give it a perfect 10 out of 10 is because of the, the fast travel system. Oh, yeah, the consumable love, fast travel. I love and hate it at the same time. Never did I run out of fast travel points. And that's why I don't like it. <laughs> they paint it like it's this, oh, if you run out, you have to walk kind of thing. Except pretty much any area you go to, you will find the materials you need to make a fast travel pack. So if you desperately need to get from one side of the map to the other, you can just go hunt a couple boar. And that's my only real problem with the game. The story was fucking amazing, and I'm not going to spoil this one, because it's only been out for a while. Like, it hasn't been out anywhere near as long as the Bard Sale, and I want you to go play it! If you haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn, and you like Far Cry, go play Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, game's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and honestly, a lot of the mechanics are similar to Far Cry. Yeah, and plus, you know, giant robo dinosaurs. Yeah, no, that's also awesome. I built this arrow out of fucking lightning, and I'm going to shoot this guy in a butthole, and his fucking skin's going to explode. There wasn't a mechanic that I didn't use. I, the only thing that I, like, I was like, oh, I'll never use that was the Rattler. And I ended up using it in the final encounter. Is that the minigun-esque thing? The shotgun thing. Shotgun thing, okay. Yeah, it shoots out a bundle of arrows. And I used it in the final encounter because I was like, you know what, I'm going to save my ammo for the boss. Let's pull out the Rattler. Oh, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> this is surprisingly effective. <sighs> oh, no. But, yeah. Uh, I'm going to New Game Plus that later. Okay. Give me um, the DLC. I believe it's the Frozen Wilds. Uh, I bought the Complete Edition. Oh, Mr. Fancy. Mr. Want to Save Money. <laughs> I got that game when it came out, so I, I didn't have the DLC, and then I beat it, and then returned it. The only, like, I have ventured into the Frozen Wilds, but that was only so that I could upgrade my spear. And I ventured into the frozen wilds like ha 
the level I should have been before I went in there. <laughs> so everything was a horror movie. But I beat my first demonic enemy that was waiting for me there. Like, I actually, like, I was just like, and explosive rope trip packs over and over again on the path you were walking, and I'm just going to sit in this bush and wait. That's literally how I handled every... I, I fought everything before I was supposed to fight it. <laughs> I just sneak around with the max stealth gear, because I got that way earlier than I should have. Yeah. Got I got a purple stealth enhancement. Slapped that on there. I was walking around with like 50 stealth by the end of the game, to where I could just sneak up in front of an enemy and wave at them, and then override them. Because <laughs> oh, nothing could see me. Nothing could see me in that game. I love playing stealth. But, like, I didn't get everything on the talent trees because a lot of them didn't go to my play style. And the game didn't punish me for doing that. It didn't punish me for favoring the the bow over the uh, spear. It didn't punish me for preferring to be sneaky versus a brute fighter. It didn't punish me at any point for any of my choices. Yeah. The only thing that I feel like I might've gotten punished for was entirely my choice, which was, I chose to go into end game before completing all the side quests. And I feel like there were more characters that could have been there. I loved horizon zero dawn from start to finish. It was a little cutscene heavy at points for me. A little cutscene heavy. But ultimately, I loved from start to finish. Every bit of it. Did you get any uncanny valley-ism from the people in it? Oh, yes! Okay, that's another reason why it's only a 9 out of 10. Their facial movements were freaky. Like, half of them didn't look like they were real people. Well, none of them are real people. You, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm just fucking being a dick. It's like, hey, we animated this using claymation and sock puppets. Hello, I am person who will soon be being in Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Fuck you. Mass Effect Andromeda was better than that. I am ready to being a person. It's actually the accent I use for a D&D character who just blew up the world. Great. I'm going to tell you that story after we're done here. Okay. I look forward to it. But no. Um, if you can get past two people's fa- past facial movements that don't look human, play this game. I am also one of the robots. If you can't get past it, get the fuck past it and play this game. <laughs> I know I'm a little late on advertising this game because it came into the public conscious and then left the public conscious. But I want everyone to play this game so I get my sequel. It's our dude. It was fucking nominated for a Game of the Year award, dude. More people need to play this game still. If we knew what the sales numbers were, we'd know if we need if we know if people needed to fucking play more of this game. They need to play more of this game just because it's an awesome game. Yeah, it's a great game, but you actually just said, hey, people need to play more of this so that we get a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still other reasons, like the fact that it's fucking awesome. 
Like, seriously? I have so few issues with this game. I have more issues with some of my favorite games from the past. Horizon Zero Dawn is like has pushed its way into my top 10 favorite games just by the merits of how good it is. I don't even need to go back after a few years and be like, yeah, I have such nostalgia for this game. It's in my top 10. No, I just beat it. It is in my top 10. Oh, and the only other game I can say that did that was Persona fucking 5. Well, congratulations. <laughs> this, this game is awesome. I wish there was drop off more drop off on the bow though. Do you know what's inside a Malteser? No. Okay, yeah, I cut one open and I'm not 100% sure what it is. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I had one next to me and as you were talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, I kind of got bored so I cut one in half with a knife. Well, I'm sorry. No, it's just like you I've beaten the game. Yeah, I know. I know this. You're kind of preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Well, that's all I have to say, so. Alrighty then. Anyway. I haven't been playing then. On to news. Only two real pieces of news this week. Uh, both of them Nintendo tied. Uh, so, first up. Uh, Atlas has announced um, Etrian Odyssey Cross, the newest Etrian Odyssey game and the last brand new Etrian title for 3DS. As this seems to begin the end of the 3DS. Which, I mean, that's fair. The thing had a decent run, I think. Yeah, and it has some great games on it. Yeah, like fucking seven years. That's a decent fucking run. The Game Boy had a longer run, but who's going to beat the Game Boy? Yeah, PS2. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so th this is this is kind of beginning the shift of developers moving away from the two, away from the 3DS over to the Switch because Despite Nintendo saying at the top, like when they announced, when they like, officially announced the Switch, hey, this thing won't be a successor to the 3DS, it has become a successor to the 3DS. As more and more developers are, especially Japanese developers, are moving away from the 3DS over to the Switch, such as Level 5, who just recently announced that Yokai Watch will be coming out this year for the Switch. And that is Yokai Watch that 4. Super excited for. Yeah, fucking Yokai Watch is great. I fucking love that goddamn game series. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, not a lot of news this week. Just kind of you know, like, hey, Yo-Kai Watch 4 is coming to Switch, and then also the 3DS is dead. I'm probably gonna Long live the Switch. With that said, I'm now actually going to be selling mine in the next couple days. Are you serious? I've kind of... The main reason I re-got the 3DS was to play Phoenix Wright again. And I did that. Oh, your 3DS. I thought you were talking about your Switch. No, I'm keeping on. I'm holding on to the fucking Switch, dude. That thing has a fucking life ahead of it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway. 
New releases wise this week, uh, not much. For the look of it, the biggest thing is going to be Extinction, a new action game from Iron Galaxy, coming to PS4, Xbox, and PC. I never even heard of that game, and somehow that's the thing that's actually looks like it's actually going to be having the most thing this week. Okay, there's kind of not much coming out. Unless you unless you're looking to play, let's looking forward to playing Don't Starve on the Switch. I'm not looking forward to playing Don't Starve on my PC. There we go. I got Don't Starve because a friend of mine was like, "Hey, we can play together," and then he stopped playing. <laughs> so mad. <sighs> Next week, big thing: New God of War, coming April 20th, PS4. I'm kind of looking forward to that. It looks really neat. Do I need to repeat my yawn? No, I fucking know. But guess what, bitch? I ain't yawning, so fuck you. Yeah, it's it's the it's the latest in a long series of game in the long standing tradition of in the last couple of years give gritty people a child and a beard and the beard's implied when I said gritty yeah I'm looking forward well, to seeing how a bigger beard I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out <laughs> cause hasn't he gone like full Norseman lumberjack kind of deal yeah and I'm pretty sure this game is actually fully about Norse mythology I'm very looking forward to that then just to, because, like, after, like, there's too much of a focus on Greek mythology in yeah. our in our overarching culture. Yeah. There are so many other mythologies that are interesting to explore. Yeah, and now Kratos is going to murder them all. Oh, that's, a, that's another thing that I kind of was like, huh? <laughs> they named the big villain Hades, and I'm always hesitant when they do that. And her, like In Horizon, they named the villain Hades, and I was like, oh, he's not a bad guy! <laughs> Blame Disney. Yeah, I know. All right, also coming out next week, um, a game that I feel like Alex might be able to talk about at greater length. Um, S8, Lacrimosa of Dana. What? It's the latest in the YS series of games. Yes, it's a big JRPG fucking thing. Mm, he'll probably be able to tell us all about it then. Yeah, totally. Uh, we got Yakuza 6. The Song of Life. Yeah, Yakuza 6. The seventh main installment of the Yakuza series. I, hear, I feel no problems with that. And then also coming out next week, uh, Nintendo Labo. The foldable cardboard fucking things for your Nintendo Switch. Which are, according to every video I've seen, are surprisingly sturdy. Still. They're cardboard. Yeah, which means it'll be relatively easy to make your own. I don't know. It seems really weird to me. Just they've moved away from plastic peripherals to cardboard peripherals, which seems like a step down. Uh, but also peripherals. 
Yeah, that's where my problem comes in. Yeah, anyway. That's it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. I have to poop. That's pleasant for me to hear. Until then, I'm dead. And I'm Caveman. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time. I will. <laughs>